Good evening, and welcome back to the Diz Dads Podcast Plus. I'm your host, Aaron Ripmaster, and with me here tonight to record Diz Dads Podcast Plus number 45 are my trusty cohorts, Willie Crocker. Hey guys, welcome back. And Tim Hicks. Somebody's poisoned the watering hole. Uh, all right, so... You've heard us talk recently about, you know, entire restaurants that we wanted to see at Walt Disney World that, that don't exist right now. And, you know, sometimes you start with the little details and move on to big picture. Um, I guess this time we worked backwards. We already talked about restaurants we wish existed. This time, though, we're going to go nail it all the way down to menu items because as we mentioned, I think at some point during uh, that that previous show, Walt Disney World dining has come a really long way. And frankly, for the most part, we're pretty impressed with what you can find at, at your Walt Disney World quick service restaurants. But we also, as we talked about it, realized that there are an awfully lot of places that if they just had that one more option, they'd be perfect. Or at least much better than they already are. So that's what we're going to try and do here. We're going to come up with our top nine menu fixes for Walt Disney World theme park quick service restaurants. Right? We're clear on this, that's guys? That's my goal. All right. Yeah, I'm we in. We know what we're doing. Now, um, Tim, uh, you were bragging about how, you know, on all over this one you were. So I'm going to let you get us started. <laughs> And, you know, I think we, we probably got to start where, where Walt Disney World started. So, uh, give us your first quick service menu fix in the Magic Kingdom. In the Magic Kingdom. Okay. Go to the back of the park to Pinocchio Village House. They don't have a brat. Really? A German place? Pinocchio's doesn't have a brat on the menu? We got to get a brat on the menu. You know, I think that's a really good point, and it's a good example of thematically it fits the restaurant itself. You know, it, it isn't anything um, with, you know, uniquely wonderful decor or anything like that. It's your basic functional quick service. And would it really be that much of a burden, right, to put something that really belongs in the restaurant as opposed to more bad Disney pizza? Right. Yeah, man, and 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 chicken nuggets. <laughs> I'm picking on Willie now, but yeah, I mean, how hard would that be? Brats are easy, and and you know, and they're good. Options. Yeah, and there's so many options for brats nowadays. Like, you don't just have to have like a plain brat. There's so many. You can have the chicken flavored ones and the spicy ones, and it's yeah. Amazing. You can offer variety, almost yeah. as much variety. You can do as much variety as you do with pizzas flavors, right? With and with brats. Too. 
and and toppings and things like that. Yeah, and and it fits the atmosphere. It belongs there. I like that. And now, Tim, would you would you basically build the menu around brats and and you know get rid of the the flatbread pizzas that have been kind of the primary item on their menu, other than chicken nuggets, or or would you just add brats? Um, that's a that's a good question because um, flatbreads aren't available just anywhere. Um, but I do think that I would. How about a how about this? How about a brat flatbread? <laughs> Why not? With, with onions and sauerkraut. Yum. Mm. <laughs> that could actually, you know, that could work. It, it could really work. could. I mean, a that's bratwurst not, flatbread. That's not anything you can get anywhere. You no. really can't. Just nice hearty slices of brat. And you flatbread. know the flavors already work. I mean, the flatbread is just yeah. bun. It's just bun, right? I mean. Yeah. You could even put, I mean, I don't care for it, but you could put mustard, like just a small layer of that German yeah, yeah. fancy mustard. Yeah, it, yeah. It would be the best food in that place by a long shot. And you and you only thought of it in two seconds. Right? <laughs> that's great. It's I like, like that. Uh, that's that's an obvious miss. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> All right. Well, well, Willie, did, did you have a uh, quick service fix for someplace else in, in Magic Kingdom? I did. I had something at Peco Bills. Pecos Bills, yeah. Pecos Bills. Um, I think it needs a buffalo chicken sandwich. And you could name it Pecos Bills. And the sauces could be Widowmaker and um, Lightning. Okay, there you go. You carry <laughs> the theming through with the sauces. I like that. Yeah. And, and you've Some got variables. So the yeah, you, have, you know the curly fries, like one of the fast food chain sells. They're not super spicy, but they have a spice to them. Uh huh. And on each one, the sauce is it's very hot, but one has blue cheese and one has ranch. Okay. Because some people like blue cheese, some people like ranch. So right, you, right. You have your choice. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely a blue cheese fan myself, but I know that that I may be in the minority these days, and a lot of folks just prefer the the you know, more bland uh, ranch to kind of uh, knock down the the bite of the spice. I think uh, I think Disney doesn't give people enough credit for you know for their palates. I mean, you got Willie's, of course, but then you've got people like me that yeah, I'll try that. I'll try anything once, maybe twice. Well, and and I, I mean, I appreciate that. There's there's you're you're dealing with a range of tastes, right? I mean, whether it's it's Willie who prefers the more mild. Or it's, you know, Oscar who is willing to try the, you know, ghost pepper sauce, um, or or me who's somewhere on the, you know, milder size, but I like there to be some kick, right? See, and I want the hot sauce. Okay. I just don't want any of the other stuff. I don't want the lettuce, the tomatoes, the <laughs> ranch. You don't want any vegetables but to get no, near your food. Gosh, no. I just want chicken sauce. And 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 I want a really good roll because that makes a good sandwich. Right. Like like when you said the flatbread with the um, brat, that's like a home run. Like a really good flatbread with the any any brat tastes great on a good roll. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, all right, so you know, I, I I struggled a little bit with with Magic Kingdom only because. 
frankly, I didn't have enough time to, <laughs> to, to really think about it the way I wanted to. And, and the, the things I did come up with, um, I, you know, I, I felt like it was, it was not, didn't get me far enough. And so, you know, just kind of talking through it here, I think that what I want to do is I want to do uh, at Sleepy Hollow. And you all know how much I love the Sleepy Hollow spicy chicken waffle sandwich. Oh, yeah. I think they need just a couple more options of those savory waffle sandwiches. Because they've got the spicy chicken waffle sandwich, which is heaven. They have one that's like a ham and cheese one that I think is kind of okay, but just okay. I'd like to see them do a couple others that maybe are um, a little more creative, a little more adventurous. You know, just do something that that is, um, you know, a little unexpected. Um, and, and cause I think that that's part of what Sleepy Hollow is about, right? I mean, you know, the Headless Horseman and Ichab- Ichabod Crane, and it, it's all about something unexpected. Now that's what I was just going to get at. What is Sleepy Hollow about? Ichabod Crane, Headless Horseman, right? Uh, so the Headless Horseman needs a head. Why I mean, not have, why not have pumpkin cake pops? Well, I was going to say, I don't want pumpkin cake pops because I, I want it to, to work like the chicken waffle sandwiches. So what came to my mind was, well, this one seems obvious, but um, you know, what if you did um, like a, um, a pumpkin filling, right? So that when you folded over the waffle sandwich, you had a, a pumpkin, like a pumpkin spice waffle. Oh, that sounds good. Now it wouldn't be a main, you know, it wouldn't be a main course item. It'd be, you know, along the lines of the, the fresh fruit waffle or the, um, you know, chocolate sauce waffle, but it, it would be an, again, a nice alternative. It's not a flavor you find in desserts in the magic kingdom. So it, it would give people an excuse and, you know, a reason to go over to, to sleepy hollow, which again, that's the other reason that I hesitated because, I don't want that line to be any longer. I like being able <laughs> to go get that line right. and get my chicken waffle sandwich without having to wait too long. But, um, you know, I, I guess if it helps the the place stay open, you know, better hours, then uh, I'm willing to sacrifice. Um, all right. Well, let's let's bounce to another park here. Um, so we, we all threw out an idea for Magic Kingdom. Um Let's let's maybe move on to the hardest one, um, and and maybe it's the hardest and easiest at the same time because um, we've always complained about the quality of quick service options available at Disney's Hollywood Studios. It's it's been a consistent issue, and so on the one hand, there've got to be relatively easy ways to kick these things up a notch. Of course there is. You get on a friendship boat, you go over to Beaches and Cream, <laughs> and you get <laughs> Okay, but if that, you want to actually improve the place in Hollywood oh, Studios, yeah, the, right. the hard part is we've got to buy into their lame, uh, you know, excuses for theming of the quick service restaurants, which is such a disappointment in much of Hollywood Studios. Okay, but hold on a minute. Let's talk about theming. We have a place called anaheim produce right right produce when you think of anaheim california what comes to mind 
Oranges. Disneyland. <laughs> no. Oranges, avocados. Oh, yeah. You know, Berries. Uh, uh, bean sprouts. Right. right. Like that whole California cuisine thing. So why not have a banana avocado spinach smoothie? Something that you can create that's flavorful. It's got, um, you know, it's, it's, it, it, it carries that whole idea of California. You know, I mean, I, I would almost say, you know, why, why limit it to the specific ingredients? I, I think that that's a perfect spot for a, you know, just a Jamba Juice type, you know, right. smoothie, bar. smoothie bar. Why not? I think that would be fantastic. And they and can charge whatever they want anyway, because we're already paying for it. Like, yep. I mean, if, if we'll buy $14 beers, we're definitely going to buy $14 smoothies. Well, I mean, think about it. It's hot there, you know, a, a cold, ice cold blended smoothie. Oh, yeah. That, that refreshes you, that gives you the, the vitamins and nutrients you need. I think, I that's, think that's a that's great a option. Slimmer. And and we really don't have anything, you know, there, there are a couple, like, there's a frozen lemonade and a frozen margarita and that kind of thing. But I, I think a smoothie would be a home run at Hollywood Studios. It, it only makes sense. And it costs them nothing. Bananas oh, yeah. cost nothing. Avocados. Right. They they charge a lot in the stores. They cost nothing. Like, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you can use the you know the the berries that aren't pretty enough to go on the desserts, right? Can, exactly. Can go into yep. the, the uh, smoothies. smoothies. Or you just make a, a big pile of mush and you just scoop them in. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And then protein powders, if you want, you know, like you said, like right, a right. juice kind yeah, of. Yeah. I mean, you can okay. do all kinds of of add in options. Um. So, you know, and, and it can, and it's still Anaheim produce at that point, right? You can still use the name. You can still, and, and it's frankly more, um, appropriate thematically probably than some, you know, plastic packaged, uh, single service fruit items. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I think it'd go over much better. I think, I think they would sell the heck out of that. I like that a lot. Um, you know, my, my struggle with Hollywood studios in some ways, I guess was a little bit like it was at magic kingdom, but I had a hard time thinking of things at Hollywood studios that didn't lead me back to saying, well, if they just bring back, right. Um, cause in the, in the, in my relatively brief history of, of dining in Hollywood studios, the one place that ever had something that I considered to be, you know, destination quick service dining at Hollywood studios was, and I'm looking to see if I can find the name of it. Cause I think they, they closed the stand even, but it was the stand. It was like over by Gertie's, but it wasn't the ice cream stand. And it, it all they had was two or three different hot dog, uh, things. But what was cool about them is that there was, uh, like a, a sausage, a hot dog, and a bratwurst, maybe. But um, they came uh, uh, like baked in their bun, like it was a completely enclosed, almost yeah, like I a remember grinder. That. Yes, it was like the um, like a pig in a blanket kind of pig in a blanket or a croissant wrap. Yeah, yeah, and, it was almost like a grinder, was, right? Because it, it was a hollowed out yes baguette kind of thing almost, and and the those were so good. I mean, 
I would I would make an extra trip to Hollywood Studios to go and get one because they were really they tasted great. They had a couple of of unusual beers on tap, um, you know, local uh, Florida beers that that they served, and one of those beers with um, uh, you know a brat in a um, they had a pretzel bun for a little while. It was so good. Oh, yeah, that would be good. Um, Love it. But 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 that feels like cheating because they used to have it. I mean, it's not really introducing something new. But it is new because it's not there. <laughs> right. Yes, that's and, true. I, I got to find a place to put it because they even closed the place that they had it. Right. right. But I mean, there's so many places now. I mean, you could do it over in the um, in the main hub where the hat used to be. You could have that. There's so much space there. Yeah, I mean, and and the, the nice thing about them is that that you know it's not like they take up a lot of prep space or anything. So you could really put them in just about anywhere. Um, you know, because they're they're, they're the kind of thing. Just add it to Backlight Express or something. That yeah, I mean, because they're just the, they're one of those things that you just you know you prep in advance anyway, and then you know you run them in a hot box from the kitchen to wherever you're serving them from. So. I do like those. Those are yummy. Yeah. So I mean, all right. So so I'll, I feel like it's punting a little bit, but but they were really good, and they just and they they were good for the studios too because they were good for like they were easy to either kind of sit and hang with your beer and people watch for a little while, or to just pick up and walk with, which I know we don't do in the park now, but 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 it was easy. In- you know, in normal times, because you could literally get one and then walk down to Tower of Terror, walk down exactly. to Rock and Roller Coaster, and you were done by the time you got in line. Or right. you could eat it in line yeah. 99% of the time. Exactly. Right. It worked either way. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, Willie, do you have something you'd I like to see? I don't have Hollywood Studios off the top of my head. I'm still. All right. Uh, well, Tim, you have I, another. I know something. I know we need to get rid of Backlot Express. <laughs> we need to add something there. <laughs> it's just, what do we add? Because I honestly wish we could turn Backlot Express into Baseline Tap House and make it huge because. There's never any any seating. There's no seating. Yeah, and see, I have my own issues with Baseline Tap House. I, I think I still think that that Baseline Tap House is is a um, a disappointment. It's a it's a great idea, poorly executed, in my opinion. Well, they don't have the space, and they're banking off a a moderately bad restaurant next door. It's kitchen. <laughs> That may be part of it. I, I just feel like <clears throat> I just feel like they they if they were really going to do a uh, microbrewery, you know, a California microbrewery, which is what it's supposed to be, then they ought to be offering better variety of California microbrews. <laughs> there ought to be right. representation rather than having you know three different California IPAs and then some wine. <laughs> Well, that's I, I noticed that like last time I was there, there's about nine beers, and they're really about three breweries, like you just said. It's like we have the cherry wheat because it's hot out. We have the blank porter and this, but they're all from the same brewery. It's like you're telling me California doesn't have 97 breweries you could get beer from, right? And if you can't get the beer, no one can get the beer, right? 
Yeah, I mean, they absolutely can. And and that's my, my disappointment is, you know, you, you ought to be able to walk into Baseline Tap House and get a flight that is a real tour of California. From Northern California to Southern California. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and if they had Backlog Express, I guarantee you they could have the space for the kegs. Oh, okay. That's an interesting point. Because, I mean, the, the kegs there can't be that much. There's not that much space with, you know. Right. I mean, well, and but, the but, food offering is terrible. It's still, it's still Hollywood Studios, though. And, and so we still have the issue of needing capacity of quick service restaurants. That's that's the other challenge there. Um, I mean, it appears that that they've pretty much given up on Pizza Rizzo again already. So, you know, we're already down another quick service. Um, I, I, I hesitate to suggest you know, a menu item that could resurrect that because it, it's starting to feel like it's just cursed. Um, I think it really comes down to Disney needs to get out of the pizza business and into other food business. Like, I have an idea for um, Animal Kingdom, which we'll go over later, but like, just punt on pizza. And Pizza Rizzo was a cute idea, but you know, it's it needs something else. Anything. Incredibles, Muppets. <laughs> Clearly it's just not an edible idea food. Work. Edible <laughs> food. That's There's a, a good start. Food. Yeah. You know, a, a restaurant design that doesn't have people running into the people coming into the restaurant to carry their food to their table. <laughs> the line in front of the line, in front right. of the line to get up the stairs in front of the just, line. Just, I mean, it, it was a comedy of errors. So, you know, I, I, I guess my point is that there isn't a menu item that fixes that. Um, there are fundamental issues in that space that they need to work out. Right. Um, all right. Well, before we walk away from it, Tim, did, did you have another specific idea for uh, Hollywood I, Studios? I, I thought I sure you sure did. There's a little place there called Rosie's All-American, right? Right. Rosie's All-American, red, white, and blue. They have like two menu items. It's like a cheeseburger or a chicken sandwich or something like that. Right. How about apple pie? What's more American than apple pie? They don't have it. I think that's a really good point. Baseball, hot dogs, what? Apple pie. And see, that's a great example of another one that's an easy item to make into a, you know, a cult hit, right? Because... Just like the the silly handwich thing, right? Mm-hmm. So think about the the um, hot apple pie you used to get at McDonald's, right? The the fried apple yeah. pie. Now, <laughs> what if you took so that? Good. Yeah, but what if it was in the shape of a Mickey hand? Oh, that is a heck of an idea. Yep. And so you had, you know, Mickey's apple pie. And if you really wanted to make money on it, put a scoop of ice cream on it in a bowl. Well, the, in its hand, the ice cream is right next door. But, Remember? I mean, but, but no, no, can, I'm saying it's right there. Yeah, it's easy right. to do. I mean, it's a cross contaminate. It's a give me. Right. And and you're right. It's perfect. You can get him. You can get him. You know, open handed, or with a handful of ice cream. Right. There you go. And, and really, this. <laughs> that's perfect. I love it. 
All right. What's it cost to make apple pie? Nothing. Nothing. No. No. It's the most expensive ingredient. In that particular shape, maybe I could see, but I think you can do it. I think uh, you once once you, you're going you're going to amortize the cost of your pie tins in a hurry. <laughs> what was that, Aaron? You're going to amortize the cost of those pie tins in oh, a yeah. hurry. Oh yeah. Well, you think about it. People would buy them in the store. You could make your own at home. Oh sure. Well, you can make your own at home. You could you could you know you do like the Mickey bars, right? You make them you know half the size and twice the price, and put them in the freezer section. And we still buy them. That's right. Yep. Uh, all right, all right. Well, now that we figured out more ways to extract money from our own pockets, um, <laughs> let's let's uh, head over across the way to Epcot, and Ep- Epcot is you know the the park that's kind of in transition right now it's um you know a lot of stuff that that might expect to be able to do you can't because it's closed or it's being renovated or whatever um so let's let's for the for the sake of discussion just assume that quick service restaurants are available um i mean electric umbrella is our problem child right because at the moment it's it's not accessible um which is probably a good thing for everyone but um in any case, uh, all right. Anybody have a, a particularly good Epcot concept that they want to run with? I keep jumping in. So, Willie, if you want to jump in, go ahead. I have an idea of in future world doing something with technology. And like, even if it's a full restaurant and you play off everything we've had in the last five to 10 years, you could have the. Okay, but, but max- you're cheating. This is supposed to be a menu item. <laughs> It's going to be a menu item. The Mac and Cheese Burger. M-A-C and Cheese Burger. So it's like a technology, you know, you're in the future world and it's your Mac Burger. Or your Alexa Chicken Sandwich. No? Um, I think you're, I think you're, that one's a tough sell, Will. Uh, You know, it 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 was a valiant effort. I, I, I mean, get I'm to, just trying to do something with technology. No, no, I appreciate where you're headed with it. I, I, I hear that. Um, the others you could do Guardians of the Galaxy and do like a Drax Burger or <laughs> Rocky Burger. Oh, what yeah. am I eating on here? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it, it, it's technically part of the Disney film catalog now. Yeah, yep. And if it belongs anywhere, it would be. Well, no, I guess. Studios, maybe, but studios. Uh, yeah. Hey, you know, you got to reach sometimes. There you go. Otherwise, you never get anywhere, right? That's right. Shoot for the stars, hit the treetops. So, uh, you got any lower hanging branches, Tim? (laughs) (laughs) And I'll start with an honorable mention that uh, we need a we need a, a Canadian place where they can sell poutine. And particularly with the chorizo option, that's uh, that's our brother Todd Morgan is like, yeah, we need poutine with chorizo. I'm like, okay, poutine, I get chorizo, I don't know, but it's got to be done in Canada because nobody else knows how to make poutine, right? I've had the daily poutine in down in uh, Disney Springs. Hey, There's nothing to write home about. Poutine. No, get somebody yeah, who knows how to make wine. It's good. Like I right. said, that's that's my honorable mention. But what I really am going for here is something that hasn't been created. So. 
in 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 uh, La Cantina de San Angel, you can get uh, churros that have cream inside them. Why not make a savory churro with cheese inside of it? Hmm. Kind of like the cheese stuffed uh, pretzels that they did. Exactly. Just yeah. a little bit lighter than a than a right, pretzel. Right. And I, man, I'd walk around and eat that stuff. That is interesting. I could see that. You could also do other. You could do other style cheeses in the churro and the um the, the stuffing. Churro? So you could have the churro. I was going to say chorizo. <laughs> 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 but you could stuff the churro with chorizo. You I would be do down that. for that. Yeah, I love chorizo. But I mean, I like, there's so many different style stuffings you could do nowadays because they do it with all the cupcakes. Sure. Why couldn't you do it with the? You know, they flavor yeah. anything now. Yeah, and yeah. you can, you know, plastic cheese is it'll it'll squeeze into anything. Anything. <laughs> um. No, I, I love that, and you know, Tim, I, I think you don't give your poutine you know, concept enough credit. It really belongs there. We've, we've said several times that the Canada pavilion needs some kind of quick service, something just because that side of the park and that side of, of world showcase really needs it. You sell and you sell the beer cheese soup. You got a winner here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be anything, you know, too complicated can be really simple and straightforward. Small, a small steak sandwich, you know, just, I mean, yeah, maybe a little. Just, be, just because, like, you walk in, and if you don't want to eat fish and chips, it's a long walk to, oh, get yeah. to the next to get anything. Else. <laughs> right. Hey. No, I mean, it, I, I could see that, like a steak slider kind of thing. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, just, right. Or, or even a little. Their meat's good. Yeah. I mean, you could do a small, um, like a, a, you know, waffle with maple syrup. Yeah. Yeah. Good maple syrup. That would be a hit. You know, I mean, if you wanted to have a little dessert item available there, that's that to me sounds better than a cronut. Yeah, yeah. Cronuts. I, I was surprised. Cronut was. I, I actually kind of liked the cronut. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> but not but, that, but it it doesn't. I mean, it, it it doesn't resonate thematically the way that that. And you know, you could do it like a dipper, right? You you have the little cup of of real Canadian maple syrup, and you have the the you know mini. Um, uh, uh, Belgian waffle that you can, you know, right. dip into the the maple syrup. You could even do the Mickey head waffles, like oh, the I little mean, ones. Yeah, with the, where you just dip the head head in each yep. way. I mean, that works. Um, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Or waffle sticks, even whatever. Well, but so the, fresh. The 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 one that I thought about. Is um, and I, I've been kind of trying to check back to see what its current status is because I haven't seen an update in a while. But um, okay, so it's still I still see it there listed as table service, and it it never really fit in my mind there as table service anyway. And that's that's Spice Road Table, and I think we've gone back and forth about Spice Road Table before, but it, it was one of those restaurants that had such great potential when they first announced it, and a lot of excitement when they first started talking about what it was going to be and the execution just didn't work. Um, and it, it felt, you know, I hate to, to throw people under the bra under the bus, but it really felt like a management issue. It felt like, you know, just a restaurant that was never well run. 
Well, I have a funny feeling after December 10th, it's going to have a new sign out front that says under new management. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> right. Um, I mean, there's, there is that, but, um, what I was thinking is that, you know, if we're not getting another pavilion in world showcase because of budget and all of those other things, we're not getting one. Right. right? Well, but what I'd love to see them do, we, we've got, I love Tangerine Cafe and Marrakesh, you know, you've got Moroccan cuisine covered pretty well between those two. So what if you, in, in Spice Road Table, instead of trying to do extensions of what you've already done other places, which is what it felt like they were trying to do there, right? Just sort of maybe make it a little more elevated here or there. And a lot of times it failed when they tried to make it elevated because it felt forced. What if you went the other direction and and you went with other sort of Mediterranean street food, right? So we got Greek street food and um, maybe you know North African, Ethiopian type street food kinds of things, um, and and so you know it's the kind of stuff that you you know eat with your hands. It doesn't take a lot of utensils, so it's easy in terms of of. Um, you know, what you have to have available in the restaurant to serve it and all of that. Um, and, and it gives people something that's unique and different and gives people a reason to head back across the crowd to that side of the park. Because really the only time anybody ever wandered to that side for Spice Road Table was, you know, during that time that they sort of envisioned it being popular, which was just before Illuminations. But well, I guess the part that they missed is that, People stayed away in droves at all other times because there really wasn't anything to get them in the door. It was so Tangerine it was also already one of those rest- Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say they already offer olives. So, you know, that'll, that'll make Willie happy. They I'm already hummus. in. Right. That'll well, and, and I love hummus. And, and it's one of those things. So, you know, some of those things you want to not move over to, to Spice Road because you're going to keep that at, at, I mean, part of what I'm saying is I'd like to see him keep the Tangerine Cafe stuff in Tangerine Cafe and, you know, basically be able to expand the, the menu and maybe get a little bit more broad regionally by using the, the idea that, you know, Spice Road Table is, is sort of, you know, off the mainland, right? It, it's, it's the, the mix of influences on the other side of the road. The other thing that I think it hurt Spice Road Table was most people didn't know where it was. And every time you logged in, there was always reservations for it and nothing else. And people think, oh, my gosh, there's not a home run at this place like, you know, at many of the restaurants. Yeah, you know, that's probably true. Dragons. But that's right. not really the ex- – I, I, I don't buy that as the excuse because I, I, I gave it my best shot. I tried to like Spice Road Table. You just couldn't do it. Well, the the food was decent. The service was awful. Awful. And that's it was, all I was always told. Right. And I heard it, and it wasn't just a unique one-off experience. Everybody no. had problems with it. Things yep. didn't come out in a timely fashion. It was supposed to be small plate stuff you could share, but it would come out either everything all at once or, you know, one item and then you waited for. You yeah. share. 
Right. But, and you well, care. exactly. But, but they're small plates. So, you know, it makes right. it around the table once and it's gone. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> now Everyone's your appetite is wet and you're hungry. <laughs> so there's a lot of cuisine from that area that's just not spoken for or spoken right. to. This is what I'm saying. Do. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So I think there are lots of things that you could do with that that would be interesting. And, you know, I, look, I'm not, I'm not thinking it would knock any of the the you know top earners in in Epcot off of their perches, but it, it would be just another variety, another option, and and I think that's where World Showcase really excels. So let's let's go all in. Absolutely, I mean that the World Showcase needs to, when we're back to normal times, have all the restaurants at you know ninety percent capacity, not. Six of them at 140% capacity, and the rest are like, I guess we'll eat here tonight. And that's what it usually turns into. It's, you know, oh, we can get into Italy at 945 tonight. Great. (laughs) You know, and we're eating pasta again. Right, exactly. (laughs) Hey, but they had good wine and olives. They have great wine and olives. (laughs) And bread. (laughs) And bread. And service. The service was amazing, too. That's true. It is. And it made a difference. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, if if we'd had to wait around, we'd have gone somewhere else. Yeah. Oh, in a long, yeah. <laughs> we were long gone. Yeah. Um, all right. Anybody else have any other thoughts about something that they would add to a menu in a quick service in Epcot before we um, move away from Epcot? I'm just checking my list. I don't think so. I I just feel like there's not enough offerings for us to really, you know, that's it really. There's good restaurants, not much in the way of um, quick service. Right. Well, and it's especially challenging in, in what is now future world. And, and I think that that's one of the things that this big renovation hopefully should help address um, to at least some extent, but you know, it, it made it, it, it's almost like the lack of quick service options in the, let's just call it the front half of the park. Uh, you know, it, it forces you to migrate to world showcase from lunchtime on because right. You're, you know, if you're going to get hungry, you're going to want to eat. You, you want to be in World Showcase. There's nothing compelling to keep you in the front of the park. And I know that the they're hoping the Space 220 restaurant becomes a destination and is something that pulls people in. And, and I'm sure it will. But it it's going to pull in people who plan to eat there. It's table service. What they need right. is something that people will gravitate to on a whim, right? That, that people will say – gosh, we're starting to get a little hungry. Where should we go? And have there to be some excuse to go back towards the front of the park. Instead right. They of need only the flame-free barbecue. Yeah, exactly. Like, Whatever it is. You probably do a whole show on, on that, that, right. that topic alone. Right. I mean, Very can, much so. I suppose over in the land, you can, you know, if you go to the land, there's the you know, Sunshine Terrace that's got a lot of varied and very good offerings. But that's about it. Right. I mean, Electric Umbrella, theoretically, is is supposed to be, you know, the, the other side of the park's answer. Um, but you all know my opinion of Electric Umbrella. Yes, I, I always do. thought yeah. it was awful. Is- 
Um, and you know, hopefully the big renovation they're doing fixes the, the, um, you know, the sewer smell, um, that, uh, they seem to be having to deal with there on a regular basis, but, you know, either way, it was a totally uninspiring menu. I mean, it was completely basic, boring. It was Willie meals, <laughs> Willie meals. Yep. There you yeah. go. Chicken Willie nuggets, Pappy. chicken sandwiches. <laughs> plain this, plain right. that. <laughs> right. Exactly. Bland, plain, burger, chicken. Yeah. That's it. Um, and, you know, and and I, I don't know that I feel up to to, you know, a whole new, you know, because that that's the blessing and the curse of it being on the future world side, right? Is that it could be themed really with anything. I guess that's part of what Willie was going with trying to come up with a, a technology hook Some, for it. Something just to – I mean, realistically, if you think about it, you're over at Mission Space and you're hungry. You're going to be hungry for a long time. Oh, yeah. Walking. you got a ways to go. There's nowhere to eat. Like, you can get a soda over in, at Coke Freeze or whatever that is, and then you have to basically get over to Mexico – well, or, all right. So let me throw something out. So it's not yeah. really a specific menu item, and and it may be too broad. I may be back to the you know creating a restaurant, but um, as long as we're trying to think about something that would be you know fitting in with tech and something you know located near where you've got the test track design lab and and mission space and all that. Um, what if you went with something that was just a like a really high tech um, automat? Right, where it was almost robotic service, you just punched in what you wanted, and the machine that you ordered from, you know, gathered your food together and delivered it directly to you without human intervention. So it's almost like a uh, oh god, what are they called? Where cafeteria style, but you you punch it into the computer. Uh, well, so the human. Uh, a little it. bit. Yeah, a little bit. Um, it's somewhere between that and, you know, an old-fashioned automat where you just opened up the door of the thing that had what you and wanted. And came out. And pulled it out. It, right. it, you're using, you know, robotics to customize, right, to build the plate. So would this, like, be a counter? Because that's the only way I could see a, you know, well, yeah, exactly. robot. Yeah, you, you'd, you'd exactly. You'd, you'd do a counter and and you'd have you'd have it set up almost like an automat so that, you'd be able to watch the robots, you know, picking, right? So the robot arms would go through and pick the items, put them on a plate, and then move Ooh, the plates down. Ooh, I hope down. I get that chicken. Ooh, I hope I get that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that looks not mine. Talk on it. But they really, they, they, I mean, it, it begs the point. It re, They really need to put something up where the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, attraction is going to be. I mean, something substantial in terms of a quick service. Right, on that side of the park. I agree. Yep. I mean, and, and Electric Umbrella, as much as I ragged on it, it look, it turned an awfully lot of tables uh, on a daily basis. You know, uh, and I think it's because there's nothing else around. Well, right. But what I'm saying is it had quite a bit of capacity. Um, and so I presume that whatever gets and ends up replacing it there is, is going to have plenty of capacity as well, but you know, it just, but that's another, well, I guess if we have to kind of place. Yeah. And, and I mean, I, I guess what I'm coming back to is let's give people a positive excuse to eat there as opposed to it being the, you know, last option that you're stuck with. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I guess you know, making up for the lack of great um, quick service options in World Showcase, they just keep having the, these festivals with food booths all over the place. That's what I was going to say, and that's how they get you into the back of the park. And once you get back in the back of the park, you don't leave, right? Because well, you're like, Ooh, and here's the interesting let's question: go to German. So Ooh, let's once go they finish, once they finish with this conversion of the park, right, and we move away from future world world showcase and we move to these themed areas right you know world discovery world science world right um i mean there's been some speculation that the the festival booths might migrate more broadly through these other areas that we might see them dispersed a little more broadly you've seen that a little bit as they brought them up towards world of coke yep and everything yep. else i mean they're gradually bringing them up yeah i mean yep. i noticed and it more I, yeah, I noticed it more for the- um um flower and garden right because when they were yep. doing flower and garden they would put up like they'd put up the big um um the butterfly enclosure for the kids mm-hmm. and so there'd be you know that was on more on the future world side and so once that was there then there was another restaurant next to it and you know there was that that extra encroachment into the future world side of the bridge at that point it's also where they put the starbucks and they you know right built some booths right around there and all well, of a sudden it was like whoa which is now gone it's torn down so we'll see what happens with that corridor now. Mm-hmm. Because um, at the moment, all that's gone. Which is crazy. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm we still... I'm excited to see what's going on. I'm sorry, go ahead, Tim. I, I just said I'm excited to see what's going to happen with that area. I mean, it, if they're going to take it away, they've got to be giving us something better, right? Right? They I'm always do. Well, and, and, and it might look, take longer, but... Yeah. yeah, so the, the issue is the pace that it's going to take them to, to finish it at this point. But, um, you know, the the whole entrance experience at Epcot is going to be significantly upgraded. It it just couldn't help but get better. And I, I love the concept, at least, that they shared. You know, it's much more open, much more inviting, um, and not nearly as I mean, crowded. I, well, and I've said it before, it was like walking past a radiator. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's those monuments did nothing right. but concentrate heat. Right. And I, I... You wanted to get out of there as fast as you could. Right. Right. And you wanted to take pictures, but you knew you couldn't because it was just like you either had the, you know, the the fountain area or you had to run to get past it because it was just a box of heat. Yeah. And then you got up to the line of... Um, Spaceship Earth. Spaceship Earth. And it yeah. was just like... Oh God! Now what are we gonna do? <laughs> left or right? Left or right? Left or right? Yeah, yeah. Well, so. let's see. Uh, Mexico's to the left, so let's go left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. For those of you listening, we're getting all kinds of hand gestures yeah. here, <laughs> trying to make sure we go to the correct left. That's right. Yeah, the correct left. Um, all right. Well, speaking of, let's make a left and head over to Disney's Animal Kingdom. Um, it, it's the one that that has had. Um, it's interesting. On the one hand, it, it's had some significant changes in its quick service uh, over the last couple of years. 
Um, but on the other hand, it also has some stuff that has been completely unchanged for, you know, almost as long as the park's been open. Decades. Yeah. Um, so, so Willie, you were saying you had something you really liked for, for animal kingdom. Yeah. Go um, for it. Over in dino land area. The, I, we're changing the whole restaurant. Um, and we're going to go to Cretaceous source and we're going to do create your own, uh, like burritos and bowls and things like that and get rid of all the bad food that's over there right now. Well, like restaurant Yeah. You're talking about that location. Yes. Yep. So you're going to completely swap it out and make it into, you know, build your own burrito or Mongolian bowls. grill or yeah, exactly. the kind of you thing know, where you you're have picking tofu, your own. You can have everything so much easier so much money is made in that food too interesting and picky people like me get what they want and they don't have to special order cuz you point at what you want right right <laughs> create a saurus okay. yeah okay interesting interesting i mean I, I i have to admit i think it's a big improvement over a restaurantosaurus you know mcdonald's light right horrified <laughs> Um, so, you know, it's got that going for it. Um, and it does bring something new, right? We don't really have, I mean, the closest thing we have to that is the burritos at, at Pecos Bill and, and they're not really as much build your own as they were envisioned to be at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, it's like, it's like Cretaceous, you know, like, you know, you're right. using all the, and just to do something different because like you said, it's McDonald's light. I mean, that was McDonald's at one point. Right. And now that basically it's the boneyard and Dumbo dinosaurs over there. Yeah. All right. Well, so Tim, what are you going to do in animal kingdom? (laughs) Okay. Don't, don't hate me. Don't, don't scream at at your listening device, whatever you're listening to. But at the Dawa bar, you got to have something to absorb some of the alcohol that some of those guys are sitting there drinking. I don't care if it's a pretzel, a flatbread. Well, you can't really eat a flatbread in there, but I mean, something that is easy, like a pretzel, that uh, you know that can be consumed along with the alcohol. Um, not that you're necessarily trying to get people to sit there longer and and drink more, but they're gonna do it anyway. It's a bar. <laughs> People yes. sit at bars. Yes. So, so I, I'm I'm intrigued. I mean, I agree that they need I, I agree they need a, a menu of some kind, and they need to have some some options there. I, I, I'm not sure I'm sold on on a pretzel. Like, you know, thematically, it just doesn't quite work as, as just a, a pretzel. It doesn't belong in sure, Africa. No, I was just throwing that as an as okay, a okay. suggestion, but but just like I said, it's something that can something that can uh, absorb. Some of the alcohol. Right. So get creative. This is uh, uh, if you're headed to the Festival of the Lion King. Um, you just need something that you don't have to get up and go over to Haramba Bay. Right. Like, right. Or, or, or yeah, we're across the way. To... And you have to run, run over and get something to eat. And then you're like shoving your face. Right. It's something that can be kept in a hot box, you know, right there in the, in the bar. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that's a good point. And it, it, it is just a matter of, uh, frankly, it's good business for Disney, right? I mean, you know, 
how many people walk away from there because they, you know, need to get something to eat who would have been perfectly happy to order another round. I know I would have been. <laughs> you know, unless I'm stepping across the way there to get a a, a, a rum infused Dole Whip, but I'd be right <laughs> back over there. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm I'm going to go with a, a a much simpler add on, and and to me, this is just sort of a a, a duh add on. Um, I don't know if any of you guys have had them because I don't. I mean, part of it may be that they don't really serve them outside of Kansas City. But um, one of my favorite barbecue joints here, one of the things that makes them my favorite is that they don't just do pork spare ribs. They do the whole range of ribs, everything from lamb ribs, which are little tiny, all the way up to um, they do a crown prime rib of beef rib, which is like a dinosaur rib. (laughs) Right. Well, that is what needs to be at uh, uh, Flame Tree Barbecue. They need to add that prime crown beef rib because it's a dinosaur rib. I mean, it looks like a thing that could have been dropped on the Flintstones door and flipped a car over. Right. Let me ask you something because I, I can't remember off the top of my head. Do they have burnt ends at Flame Tree? No. No. I, I looked at the menu and I said, they need burnt ends, but burnt ends totally adding there ends. is it's great, but bad burnt ends are really bad. And like they you, be you either right. know how to make them or they're bad. Okay, so the smart way to do burnt ends in a situation where you, you you're concerned about variability is that you you do like like Jack Stacks does with some of theirs, and that is. You run them directly into the baked beans. So you you, you serve okay. the beans with the chopped up burnt ends in them, which means that even the ones that would be too dry to eat by themselves are they've absorbed okay, the, because yeah right the bean juice and they're also awesome. right. so you do burnt end beans instead of right just burnt ends because I mean and and you know what I'm talking about with bad burnt ends right it's, they're, it's they're just like, like charcoal. chewing charcoal yeah yeah <laughs> right right no, 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 no. people you don't know what they're doing they that. wait too long and yeah All right. Again, um, somebody knows what they're doing. Right. And that's what I'm afraid of. It Like, Flame Tree does, like, seven things very well. I don't say great, I don't say, right. but very well. And I think burn-ins could be really hard there. And keeping burn-ins warm while you're trying to flip tables isn't easy at Disney. Right. Well, it's, again, just toss them in the baked beans. The back beans. <laughs> just <laughs> toss them in the beans. Burn Burn um, baked beans. But but you know what Great I love idea. about that beef rib is that it 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 gives you the same look almost right as the guy walking around with the turkey leg. It's that one yes. you know, and and a serving size is like one rib, right? <laughs> yeah, and you just got guy walking through, you know, and that's quality beef too. It is. That's good. Uh, oh yeah, it's fantastic. Um, and it just works. So I, I'd love to see him put it on the menu at, at, at flame tree. I think it would round out the menu a little bit. It would be something different. And again, I love it because it's something you can't get anywhere else. And, and it would be fun thematically. Yes. I think it would be fun thematically to look like you were eating the dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I like the idea also of carrying it around because 
most people look at the turkey leg and go, oh, I'd never do it. But then when they see someone walking around with it, like, ooh, I want to do that at least once. <laughs> yep. Right. Yep. There you go. I mean, and once you've I, had it, I, I you, you, yeah, you've done it. Yep. Once you've, well, no, once you've had it, you get like, that was, that's good. what I mean. You've done it. You just keep, <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> right, well, we all we've all thrown out one. Anybody have any other, um, you know, Animal Kingdom ideas specifically that uh, I think are, are important ones? Well, when I was looking at the, uh, the the different restaurants, I thought, you know, for the most part, they're all they're all pretty well done. Um, one thing that I like that I would like to see at Yak and Yeti, the you know the 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 lunch stand. Yeah. is some kimchi. I like kimchi and it would fit into what they serve. Um, I don't know how popular it would or would not be. Some people might get it just to say, Oh, I've tried kimchi. Um, but I like it. So I would like to see that served there. Well, I mean, I, I like that idea. And, and I think that that is one of those locations where, um, you know, it's, it's a prime location to add a couple of menu items that carry over the theme. Well, um, I mean, I, I get it, you know, the, they, they tried to, you know, provide a little bit of Asian touch by making the burger there, you know, an American Kobe beef cheeseburger, but why, why even bother, you know, yeah. just you dump, yeah, you get a cheeseburger someplace else, dump the cheeseburger and, you know, put something a little more interesting and, and thematically appropriate, you know, something that, that comes from Thailand or, um, you know, have, have, um, pad thai, which you can do at various spice levels easily. Or, um, I, I have a feeling they did that because they wanted the, cranky American to come in and eat there if everyone else in the family wanted to eat there. I'm sure they no. did, but as far as I'm concerned, send him to go somewhere else. Right. Give me a Korean barbecue sandwich with, with some kimchi. Well, and, and actually, uh, Tim, they, they do now have a um, Korean fried chicken sandwich with served with that. kimchi slaw. Oh, now I didn't see the kimchi salah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I stand corrected. Yeah. I have to try that. So, I mean, I don't know that it's now you haven't really that fermented, but but it's yeah. there. Yeah, it might not be as authentic as I like it, but if it's there, I'll hey, like I said, I'll try anything once. Yeah. I mean, because it just feels like that Thai is the one thing that's kind of missing from their range, right? They've got the the Chinese, you know, honey sesame is kind of Chinese-ish. The Korean fried chicken sandwich with the kimchi, that gets you Korea. There's the teriyaki from Japan, uh, from the teriyaki chicken salad. They get India represented with the, the tikka masala vegetables. But it just seems that there's, you know, a, a hole there. In, in terms of uh, Southeast Asia, and you could either do like a, a pad thai, or even um, I think it might be fun to do uh, um, a pho, right? Uh, a Vietnamese oh, yeah. pho. There you go. Now there's a there's something that's completely untapped in Disney, and that's very popular. What about the ramen? Like, well, that's, gotten that's true. Very that that, but see, that kind of needs its own place, right? You need a ramen stand. Right, but I mean, like that's a 
I mean, that's a gold mine. Oh like, yeah, if you do it right noodle, with real ramen, sure. That's what I mean, right? Like not the breakup and <laughs> right, right. Dump the pack <laughs> no, no, fresh noodles, right. fresh noodles. But fresh noodles is still. I mean, oh yeah, you, you put lobster so, on it. Of course. Yeah. No, absolutely. So now we have ideas. Right, right. Well, and I mean, <laughs> to some extent, I think part of the issue is that that. You know, you have Landry's Yak and Yeti restaurant in there that it's decent. They've got a few menu items that are good. It's big. It's kind of entrenched there. And so we haven't gotten any other table service on the Asia side of the park. And, you know, I think that there's plenty of room for a, a, an Asian restaurant there that, that really does Pan-Asian flavors you know, in a sit down environment and you could do some really great stuff with, you know, Korean barbecue or, and, or, um, ramen or, um, uh, they have a ton of space over in Asia. I mean, you get rid of the whole bird show. You could have four or five restaurants. Touch your mouth. <laughs> what are we going to eat the birds? <laughs> we were just talking about the chicken sandwich. Slow right. learners. Yeah. <laughs> Birds of wonder. Birds Slow of learners. <laughs> yeah, but it only serves like one meal <laughs> ever. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Macaw. Ma Sorry, ma all gone. <laughs> <laughs> just make sure it's colored. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> Send your letters of complaint to yeah. Tim.hicks at <laughs> fantasticmemories.com. <laughs> Fantasticmemoriestravel.com. Oh. <sighs> Just keep typing Tim.hicks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We have a monkey sandwich. <laughs> It's pretty good that it crawls up on you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We need to wrap this here before somebody gets yeah. us in a lot of trouble. I'm glad you have a cut. Uh, <laughs> you have heard our ideas. You've even heard Tim's ideas. I'm sorry. Um, we'd love to hear your feedback. What if those ideas made sense to you? What, what things that we missed do you think belong on quick service menus at Walt Disney World? Um, it's come a long way, but hey, there's more way it could go. So we'd love to hear your suggestions. You can email them to us at podcast at disdads.com. Uh, shoot them to us on Facebook. We're at facebook.com slash disdadspodcast. We're on Twitter at twitter.com slash disdadspodcast. Uh, gee, keeps coming up the same way, right? Uh, or you can contact us individually. Um, you know, if you want to tell us how interesting and creative our suggestions were, you can email Aaron at mousemastertravel.com. If you want to complain about the bland and flavorless chicken nuggets, you can email Willie at Willie at wickedmousetravel.com. And if you really just shouldn't go there, you can email <laughs> Tim at Tim.hicks at fantasticmemoriestravel.com. Until next time, 
I've been your host, Aaron Ripmaster. And hey, if you get a chance, uh, you're enjoying the show, please take a minute to rate and review the show on whatever service you're using to listen to the show. Uh, it really helps other people find us and uh, listen in and join in on the fun. Uh, so until next time, I've been with my uh, trusty co-hosts, Willie Grocker. Have a wicked wild night. And Tim Hicks. Stop monkeying around and we'll see you real soon. Don't know what I'm going to do with you two. <laughs> ah. I got to keep on. I got to keep on. I got to keep on. I got to keep on I don't play that thing